Good evening, everyone. Episode 150 of your second favourite uh, Glasgow Clan hockey podcast. Two minutes for chat is back. Um, and as we said last week, this is the excitement starting to build time, and it really, it really has. Um, we've had signings, we've had kind of uh, staffing changes, we've got rumours flying about all over the place. Don't really know where to start, but it's it's one of the, the best times of the year to be a fan, I think. Oh, definitely. It's always exciting seeing some of these new players coming in and your favourite favourite players returning and whatnot. So, uh, it's always it's always a good time of year. And, uh, yeah, it's only been a couple of weeks since we last recorded, but already there's so much to talk about. Yeah, absolutely. We've got... Um, we had the coach in place last time we recorded, and since then, uh, five, no less than five signings announced. Um, and I think if we if we get right into it, because no time to waste. No uh, time first, to die. First, yeah. Hopefully the teams are going to die this season. Daniel Craig signed up. Yeah, if 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 we uh, if we split the audience as much as that film did then uh, I don't know maybe we're, maybe we're doing something right uh, did that get was that mixed reviews that film yeah just I thought it was pretty good I, don't, like, I, don't no, I, I, I liked a lot of it I'm still as a as a big fan and I just like how we've taken a tangent ready here <laughs> uh, I, I'm not sure about the ending but I kind of get why they did it so uh, yeah yeah. Not sure about the ending, but they're they're going years between films, which I, I don't enjoy at the moment. So there's there's about as many rumours as the next James Bond as as there have been on the various accounts <laughs> for Clans next signs, which we we will come on to. But I can pretty much guarantee that Daniel Craig won't be signing next season. But maybe in a coaching role, we'll see. Hey, <laughs> so so the first signing announced was a 33-year-old British forward, Rob Lakowitz, who signed after playing the last two years in Guildford, and then previously, uh, I don't know how many, ages ages in Nottingham. Um, but a really good start to the signings. A, a current GB international, loads of experience, um, has been kind of penciled into the fourth line apparently according to Jason Morgan. Um, but but he is a guy that can that can give you points, certainly leadership as well. And and I think from my point of view a, a big upgrade on some of the, the Brits we've we've had in the past. And it, it started what I think is looking like um as really strengthening in that area. And it's 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 exciting for sure. Yeah, for me it has to be he's he's a big Peacock's replacement looking at it. Um I suppose there's a bit of similarities between him and Peacock as well. Hasn't really hit the heights in terms of points. Um as he has since twenty fourteen, fifteen, I think. In Nottingham, I think he had a big year. Uh that year. Um but you know, he had a big season in, in different ways in Guildford last year, you know, came really close to winning the league so 
Uh, I'm sure he want to kind of exercise some of those those demons from last year. Uh, I think he'd mentioned as well about silverware in his uh, video message to the fans. So um, we know how that went last year, but um, yeah, don't yeah. we all? Well, yeah, we get the, hopefully the sense that this year's going to be different. Um, yeah, as you said as well, GB International, which something we've not really seen at Clan in a good number of years. I think Ben Davies springs to mind, but he was kind of in and out of the GB setup, and that was kind of 2015. So I don't really know if there's been anyone since then, or I don't really remember anyone. But it's definitely no. it's a big step up, um, you know, kind of going forward in, in that department. And, yeah, penciled in for the fourth line, that's... You know, if we're getting, if that's your fourth line, then you know, I'm, I'm excited for for what's to come and further up the lines. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that he's been so explicit with with some of that information, coach. Um, but I've I've not necessarily got a problem with that. It's um, as you said, it kind of hypes the rest of the potential lineup up uh, a wee bit. But he he's he brings something a bit different. I I would say. Um, slightly quicker than Peacock, for example. Um, yeah, you look at point production, um, 23 points last season, but um, it, he's going to form part of a fourth line that will be able to contribute, I think, much more offensively yeah. than we've had previously. Um, certainly chips in, and, and that experience, I think, will be, will be crucial. So, a really good, a really good start to that. I think I remember a couple of years ago he was maybe rumoured to come, possibly when he left Nottingham initially. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, pleased, pleased to get him, and I think, I think he's he's going to fit into the the team really well, and it, it will be versatile now that he's, um, you know, a wee bit, a wee bit older, so he'll bring a lot to the team. Um, a really good yeah. start. Thank you. And. Sorry, I, just, I, I think you might be right with that. I think, you know, it's, it's it's important for us going forward to have a fourth line that I, that properly contributes. I think, like, the last few seasons, we've only really run with with three three lines and then the odd brick player getting minutes here and there. And um, Yeah, I mean, you see the kind of bigger teams in the league, they've all got... Um, four full lines running, and I know last season we had injuries and stuff, and we I think only had two lines at one point. So yeah, um, but yeah, it's really really important to get um, players of that that caliber in to play fourth line for us going forward. Definitely, we've not we've not had a proper fourth line for a while, and and another reason that you've just mentioned there why it's important is because we will come across injuries and having that strong those strong four four lines means players can step up into the higher lines and not you know not weaken it too much. So the yeah. strength and depth that we're seeing is is going to be crucial and it'll make a difference. Um, and as we've said, no dis- uh, disrespect to the um younger Brits we had last year, but um yeah certainly certainly a step up. Um Kind of on that note, another uh, signing this this time from Scotland, Alex Forbes, twenty six year old, quite um, 
crucially for me, somebody who can play wing and defence. I know he did that for Coventry last year. So the coach kind of described him as, as a bit of a bit of a utility man. Um, but he's somebody that I always thought was was a was a really good, talented player. Um, again, not not like a, a high point scorer, but he, he skates well, and I think he'll give us more of that strength and depth that we've talked about in the the fourth line. Um, and you know he's he's coming to a new team for a new challenge, which is always good. Kind of shows a bit of. Uh, ambition from his point of view. He spent the last, I think it's five or six years at Coventry, so a new challenge, and I think he'll he'll take to that well. You know, he he'll play penalty kill, and um, is quite relatively fast and and skillful. So again, another guy I'm I'm excited to see in the lineup. Yeah, three three goals and eight assists for eleven points in fifty four games last year. Um, but as you said, you know, played played defence quite a lot um, for Coventry as well. So um, yeah, I, I remember I remember seeing Alex Forbes and, and looking him up a few years ago, and um, I think I was I was almost surprised that he was that he was a Brit player. Um, but he, he just kind of slotted in, in in Coventry and didn't really look out of place. Um, and then realising that he, that he was Scottish as well, and just kind of thinking like, why, why are we not picking up on guys like that? Because um, I think he'd, his first season in the elite league was with Milton Keynes, and then Coventry picked him up from there. So he's he's got a load of a load of seasons under his belt now in, in the elite league, and um, you know plays regular minutes. Um, uh, has done for Coventry so. And again, if you're looking at comparisons, Harry Ferguson's um, signed for the National League, I think. So, if he's an if he's a replacement for Harry Ferguson, then it's that's another upgrade for me. Um, yeah, really good pickup for us. And again, playing fourth flight. If he's playing fourth flight with, with Lakowitz and, and one other, then that's uh, yeah, so a, a strong fourth line definitely. Um, Absolutely. No, it, I, I agree with all that. I, I think I do remember, like you said, thinking he's the kind of guy that we, we could have looked to sign a while ago. Um, so I think he's I think he's going to come in and do do really well. Um, and, and having that ability to play, I think he, yeah, I think he did play fill in defensively for Coventry a bit last season, but he's the sort of guy that will pretty much play all the games, I think, um, and and will be relied upon now. He's he's old enough and experienced enough, so another good signing. And uh, as I said, I think he'll fit in well. Um, mentioned for that fourth line again. Following we Forbesy, we had our first um, import signing announcement. Uh, this guy had been rumoured, I think, previously. Uh, but but confirmed, confirmed last week. It's Ryan Harrison, a 31-year-old Canadian centre who's not the tallest at at five foot ten, 
Um, but somebody that comes across as a, a really good teammate um, can put up some goals and assists and also enjoys spending some time in the penalty box. But the, the kind of impression I got of him that he's possibly like a almost like a Dyson Stevenson type character um, mm. that can be really hard to play against. Uh, annoying for opposite, you know, you want him on your team rather than against you. And obviously he's had glowing reviews from Shane Starrett, so who are we to argue with that? <laughs> Not exactly. Um, yeah, eight goals and 16 assists for Ryan Harrison last year, 24 points in 58 games. Um, and yeah, as you as you'd mentioned there, loves loves the penalty box. Hundred penalty minutes last season, so I don't know. Can you say he's a, a penalty minute muncher? Yeah, he's definitely a muncher in that front. He's munching, right? Um, yeah, I think I think I've seen comparisons with him and, and Brendan Connolly as well. Obviously, the the point production is not the same, but um, I, I would be all right with that. I think you know a kind of hard nosed type player. Um, I think it's penciled for third line uh, as a centre. So, and again, if that's the kind of if that's the calibre of player you're getting into play third line, then yeah, I think we're in for a we're in for an exciting season. I think um, two two Kelly Cup wins as well uh, in the past yeah and a, a few years ago. Um, and the other thing, just from looking at statistics is uh, he's played pretty much all the games by the looks of it in the past few seasons so doesn't look like a an injury prone guy which is good for somebody who plays the sort of game that I get the impression he does um, an assistant captain as well at Kansas two seasons ago so um, I, I, I like like the sound of this saying. You obviously need certain players like this in your lineup. Um, it's it's unknown yet as to whether the Dyson Stevenson will come back, but that's the kind of comparison that I'm that I'm getting. Um, and if he he sort of produces some goals and assists on that third line, pair him with. Um, maybe some skillful players, and you could get a really effective, effective centre. I imagine. I don't know what his um, face-off stats are like, but uh, <laughs> really that's, that's it's an it's an important factor. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, looking forward. As I'm with every, I mean, I'll say I'm looking forward to seeing all these guys play. But it's true, I'm not in the position to to judge until we've. We've given them a chance. Um, and also a fair bit of European experience, which is also also mm-hmm. nice, you know, not coming straight from just uh, North America. So, yeah, seemed, seemed really keen as well and comes highly recommended. Yeah. Um, yeah, probably one of these one of these players that, you know, really galvanises a team and makes sure everyone's given it a hundred percent in every single game, which is which is what you want as well. So yeah, it does kind of fit that that Dyson Stevenson mould. Um, not to mention one one of the more handsome players, uh, I would I would say. Um, 
Yeah, you, you do always need, need a guy like that. <laughs> yeah, you need, you need at least one every year. Um, but yeah, he's, de- he's, he's up there with Scott Arson, really. I would say. Yeah, you need to be careful making comparisons to him. But uh, if, let's put it that way, if he's if he's anywhere near as, as good as Arson was for us, then um, I, I can't wait for September. Um, and yeah, interviewed well and stuff like that. So I think I think he's going to be a good one. And you never know, maybe maybe he'll bring one of his goaltending mates. But I won't hold my breath on that. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't hold no, my breath. I'd love that. Yeah. With all of that. Yeah. Well, it's good, it's good to see that um, Stara obviously enjoyed his time here and he's, he's recommending his players and yeah. um, we'll hopefully be getting getting a good one there. Um, talking of good ones, next, next in the door was uh, uh, a returning... Returning player from last year, I think one of the standouts last year, uh, Jordan Cowney. I think uh, he did really well at times, obviously, like the rest of them. Also had his struggles, but um, a couple of big moments for us. I remember particularly the Cardiff overtime goal, which is a rare thing for us. Um, Winner against Nottingham as well. Winner, yeah, exactly. Winner against Nottingham. I actually expect a few more goals from County this year, but he brings a lot of good attributes. He's he's quick, he's he's skillful for a for a Brit player. Um and I think being in his second season, I know he was played a few years ago, but second season I think he'll he'll really settle in and I expect him to play a big part really in the team and uh, yeah I, I'm expecting more but in a good way if you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah I, I mean a, a standout player for us last year was an absolute must keep for me um, yeah great great player to watch when he's on it um, was definitely our best player at times throughout last season as well I, I think he was probably our most important uh, returnee um, I think probably penciled in for the third, a third line. Um, so he's playing left wing and Harrison as a centre. Um, but we know that we know that guys like Kearney can can step up and play up and down the lines as well. So he's got versatility that way. Um, I know like plus minus is not a is not a, a stat we should often look at, but minus thirty last year. Uh, it's pretty wild. I know there's, you know, there probably weren't many, if any, players that had positive uh, plus minus last year. But um, yeah, something to something to keep in mind. But um, yeah, and as you said as well, scores or had scored some big goals for us as well. So he's got that in his locker. Um, you would like to see a bit more goal scoring from him. Only the five goals last season, so I think. He'll probably look at that as well and think that he can do better. Um, and you know, obviously, we we know the troubles that that the team had last year. So if there's a bit of continuity in place, and um, you know, we've got a coach hopefully that can build a good team, and everyone kind of buys into that, then you know, 
hopefully we'll we'll get even even better out of Jordan County going forward. I think I think it's a good sign that we obviously did have struggles last year, but that we are, and we'll come on to the next guy, but we are able to retain some of those players even yeah. even after that. Um, shows that they are keen to return um, and kind of see what sort of direction the the team and club is is hopefully going in. So, yeah, we we expect possibly even more from County, and that's that's an exciting thing. Um, so, looking forward to to having him alongside some some skilled players, and like you say, maybe maybe Harrison. Um, but yeah, it's essential essential to get him back, and we have done. It would have been a bit disheartening to lose him to another elite league team, I think. Um, so yeah. pleased to get that one done. Um, and then arguably, uh, just just as important for for different reasons, um, Mister Happy Bus himself, Gary Hayden returns. Hey, he was our top goals and point scorer last year, I think. Um, twenty four goals, twenty three assists. Um, he's he's just he's one of those guys that I think he doesn't stand out as like a supremely quick, even though he is pretty quick or extremely skillful. But he just had that knack of goal scoring. Got in the right place, scored a lot of kind of horrible goals, but also some excellent ones. Um, and is somebody that I think, with that sort of production, needs to be given um, a second season. Obviously, enjoy this time, um, and I'm excited to see what he does with with some different players. He, he played on the the top line. We relied on him a lot. I like to think this year we wouldn't have that kind of reliance where every time we need a goal we look to Hayden. But I think hopefully he'll still produce. Um, and yeah, just a, a really good find amongst some other not so good players last year. Um, yeah. A bit of a kind of that sort of diamond in the rough signing that we'd been we'd been hoping for. He was one of them. Um, and yeah, brilliant to have him back again oh yeah delighted to be back on the happy bus um i think they look like possibly underrated by by some fans um for me you know like he was 23 last season um played most of the year without proper coaching played the start of the season under terrible coaching um so for all that went on last year as a 23 year old in his first year pro, playing away from home, uh, you know, for me he was outstanding. Um, I'm delighted that he's back. Uh, you know, really excited to see how he progresses this year as well. Um, he's been kind of talked up as the the type of player who's, you know, first at the rink and last out type. Um, so you know, a, a real professional, which at that age is a is a rare trait to find. So. Um, yeah, in a way, probably a player that the others looked up to as well. Um, I think next season, yeah, possibly a second line. Um, 
but you could you could easily slot in as a as a first liner as well. Um, again, scored scored some big goals for us as well. It's you know not forget that um, it was a late goal up in up in five to take it to overtime. Um, I think he scored a hat trick in that game as well actually. Um, so I, we eventually went on to win that game, obviously, which was which was big for us. He's yeah, just a big player, and yeah, I think he can he can only get better as well. Yeah, and when when I said like is sort of certain things don't stand out, obviously his goal scoring does. I just mean like when you when you compare them to other players, you wouldn't immediately say that this is his big strength, but he just did everything really well. And as you say, a young guy who's improving, and I think we're going to see like a like a a better player next year. Will he will he replicate that goal scoring? Possibly not. But then it might he might not need to. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know he he, he might he might be playing with with guys that um you know we spread scoring up amongst amongst the team more and um, and he just. He just continues to develop in in different ways, and I think we, like you said, we we needed to get him back after that season, um, and seems seems a good guy as well. So pleased that he had a good time in a bad season, and and that we're we're going to see him again. I, I expect to enjoy a lot more Gary Aiden goals next year. Absolutely. So it that kind of. Um, Leaves us in the position at the moment where we have five players officially signed, um, all forwards. Yeah. We've got uh, defensemen still to sign, goaltending obviously. Um, just just based on the kind of makeup of of those five players at the moment, I'm wondering if we're going to go with. Uh, Six import defensemen. We don't know what what the goaltending will be like, but um, in the past, you know, we've had that, uh, like a Liam Stenton or or whatever in the in the defensive positions. I'm wondering if we'll go with six import defensemen and have that effective kind of fourth brick line. Um, but some of that depends on the likes of Jordan Buesa. Has he been Confirmed anywhere, or we're still waiting to hear if he's going to be be signing back. Yeah, I don't, I don't think he's been confirmed uh, anywhere. Um, obviously, last season they signed a a, uh, a deal with Sheffield Steel Dogs, um, but yeah, I don't think he's under contract for for next season just yet. I think there was there was a rumor at one point they'd they'd resigned for Clan, but. Um, that was so that was going back a few weeks. That that was probably before Jason Morgan was even appointed. So we don't really know what's what's happening there with that with that situation. But yeah, it's it's an interesting point. I think, like you say, we've had Liam Stenton in there, we've had Zach Sullivan in there before that. Um, so it's not often, we've, or I don't don't think I can remember the last. The last year we went with, with six import D, um, so that would be that would be interesting to see if if anything comes of that. Yeah, because we, we've not been in a position to have a to have three solid um, GB players to give to give good minutes in the forwards. So yeah. 
and that's the difference here. Um, if, for example, Boesa did did play, then maybe he would he would slot into that fourth line um, with two more. You know, with Lakowitz and, and Forbes being a bit more experienced um, from that point of view, so maybe he would slot in there, uh, or or we'll see an import in that 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 fourth line position. I don't know, um, and then obviously that will depend on goaltending. How we how we decide to go with that? Will we have a to import goaltenders and etc. So we we really don't know. There's not there's not really been much in the way of rumor for goaltending or defence. I don't think I've really seen anything. Um, everything that I've seen from that point of view is is to do with the forwards. So that's yeah. that's that's still an unknown. Um, I've got no doubt that that he will obviously have players in mind. And it's it's not like we're just going to sign a team of a team of forwards and get six of them to play in defence at some point. Um, but yeah, a wee bit different for us, so so I kind of like it from that point of view. Yeah, definitely. I think the only rumour that I've seen was um, Drew McLean. Um, from a defensive point of view, I think that was one of the rumours. But again, that was a while ago as well, so we don't know if that's kind of if that's died down, if he's going somewhere else or whatever. So, yeah, it's interesting yeah. that we've not really seen any um, anything yet from from defence or or goaltending. Yeah, there's me forgetting about Drew McLean, even though he was one of the the ones I said I would like to give another season to, <laughs> which is yeah. poor podcasting. But I'll apologise publicly now. Uh, it's fine if, so, if so maybe, one of us forgets then the other one will remember. Yeah, maybe he will be in. Maybe he will be in there. Uh, and obviously, I think the other one, Massey, was was the other guy that I would I would like to see given a second season. But that's up in the air. Um, kind of while while we're on that point, uh, I suppose some of the the rumours that we've seen, we don't really know anything at this point, but. Um, a couple of names I would I would just touch on to get your thoughts. We've had um, the the situation with Dyson Stevenson, um, John Dunbar being re-signed as well is another one. Um, the two or the three most interesting ones, one that kind of came up today. We'll see what happens with that. Um, but also the the Combs brothers. Um, I, I only know about only know about Charlie from his time at Dundee a couple of years ago. Um, and then also Philip Songe, who played last two years in Dundee. So uh, fr- from memory, obviously, and, and having seen them quite a lot, really fast, skilled players were horrible to play against because you just had that impression that they were sort of diving about and annoying guys. But I'd like to think that when they're on your team, um, you get a bit more enjoyment out of them. Uh, Sonj particularly really speedy forward. Combs was the same, and both guys that have have shown that they can score a lot of goals and um, provide excitement, which is what we'd wanted. We, we'd asked for quick, skillful players, and, and those two certainly fit the bill. Um, the older Combs brother. Has, has had a great 
North American career. I think he's, is it 35 years? Jack Combs, I believe, yeah, is it Jack? Yeah, um, So that that would that would be an interesting one. A guy who put up, I think, ridiculous points in the East Coast League the past couple of years. So you've got a lot of points spread across a few rumoured signings there. Um, did you have any any strong thoughts on on any of those? <laughs> if we can get a player like Jack Combs, then they'll be absolutely laughing. Um, yeah, ninety five points uh, last season. Alan Americans um, has two East Coast titles to his name as well. So yeah, I mean he would be he would be an obvious an obvious upgrade to to anything that we've had in the last couple of years. Um, and yeah, if he's coming in with his brother as well, then that you know there's I'm sure there's a Cohen brothers joke in there somewhere about I don't know. True grit, bring true grit to yeah to our forward line, something like that. Yeah, that's good enough. Perfect. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, that would be an incredible, incredible signing. Um, both of them, I think, like Charlie Combs is 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 a good player in his own right as well. So, um, uh, yeah, and then kind of one today, you know, Philip Sanch from Dundee. Uh, yeah, again another. Another really quick player, and yeah, something that we've that we've been lacking as well is that speed element. But also, the guys like that they can they can put up points. So yeah, he would be he would be an exciting an exciting signing as well for us. We we did kind of touch touch on it before we recorded that um, we we previously mentioned having guys come in that have uh, scored goals in the league, and it just hasn't really worked out. Um, you look at Charlie Combs, a, a lot younger than his brother. Uh, had that excellent season in Dundee, and then uh, by the looks of it, a pretty successful one in, in Denmark last year. Uh, but there's there's something about it that I, I'd say feels slightly different than than the guys we'd signed last year with with league experience. Um, just different types of players. Um, that that excitement that I want to see, and as I'd said to you, I would I would be happier with us as beating teams, you know, four three and, and five four than than playing defensive hockey. I think we've seen kind of some boring stuff for the past couple of seasons, and and that would be a pleasant change for me. I'd I'd, I'd much rather go and see that excitement. Um, than than anything else. Oh, absolutely. Like you, you absolutely want to go and see that. You don't want to go. You don't want. To, well, for example, you don't want to sign netminders that face fifty shots plus uh, a night. So, yeah. I mean, how many how many seasons have we seen dump and chase and um, yeah, just even last season. You know that just the passing, just the kind of the simple things that the players were getting wrong last year, and um, you know that could be a down a whole number of things. But um, yeah, you want to see exciting, exciting hockey. Um, you know, they keep talking about Glasgow being a, 
a blue collar type hockey scene so you kind of want that kind of hard nosed element but you know the way hockey's going now you need you need to have a, a a good mix and you need to have exciting players there to to help bring fans in yes it's it's it is different now and the i don't know how many times we've mentioned about the how effective quick players have been in this league um and those those two guys fit the bill. It gives us a bit of a different dimension to play than we've seen before. So I, I would I would definitely be happy to to have them in. Um, I think it would add add a lot to the team. Um, we we've we talked at length before about about Stevenson. So that one's still up in there. I, I think there's definitely value there to have him back as a player. Um, maybe it would be. Maybe beyond that third line, but you, you've got to you've got to be careful of the balance. I think um, we yeah. we talked at length about his whether he should have been offered coaching roles and what our thoughts were on that. Um, and then John John Dunbar, kind of, uh, I don't I don't really know what to say about it. I think he obviously had some real struggles at times last year. I know there's a, a very skillful player in there. Um, part of me is sort of saying that if we if we do have him back, we'll we'll see some improvement because he's had that year to, to settle in. The other part of me is is thinking that we need to kind of move on from that. He, he didn't do well enough to, to merit the time. Um, but I know there's been a, a lot of chat about him having signed, so whether or not he has, I'm not sure. He, you know, will obviously give him that chance if he does come back, um, but I, I wouldn't really be too fussed either way. No, I'll be the same as you. I think since he's joined the league back in 2017 it's just his point production has just decreased year on year um, since that first season where he you know, had 81 points I think he was was he a top scorer or he was there or thereabouts anyway certainly yeah, the really, really brilliant season um, yeah it was unbelievable um, season after that again almost a point a game um, but you know kind of from there onwards, I think he'd get an injury in his third season in Guildford. Um, so his point production came down a bit. And then sort of post-COVID, it's just kind of tailed off again a bit further. So, he, I mean, he, he can do it. Do you know what I mean? We know that he can, we know that he can do it. Um, but by the time the league starts, he'll have turned 32. And that's not really... Age isn't really... a a factor as, as much in, in ice hockey as, as in other sports, but um, you just wonder like what what effect that has on individuals, and you know can can he get himself back to the kind of heights that that he had in his first couple of seasons in Guildford? I don't know. Um, he really yeah. needs to. He really needs to be put with the right guy. If he's put with the right guys. I think oh, yeah, you, could, yeah. you could really see you could really see him 
um, live up to that potential. Yeah. Uh, now the thing, but, like, he's never not, really been a big goal scorer. This is kind of no, exactly, exactly. So that's kind of to your m- point. maybe that's that's part of the problem. But if not, then he sort of becomes a bit a bit more of a, a liability. You know, he's not somebody that you would say is is a two way player. Um, he's he's not gonna. Um, give you as much defensively as some other guys, but but you know that's there's there's space for that in the team if if it can be if it can be used effectively. So as we said, but with all of this, I'm I'm willing to give give him another chance. He he did show um, some signs that that there's the player is there. So you know we we don't know, but he, he's one of those guys that I'm not. Not fussed either way, which means that the signing announcement tonight, if there is one, will be him, and he'll directly quote this in his in his re-signing. Uh, well, I mean, let's. let's so, so hey, good luck. To get, good luck to him if he if he does come back. Yeah, uh, I think to put a slightly more positive spin on it, um, he did he did get four points in in the two playoff games. Um, which you know is is pretty good for for playoff hockey. It's definitely um, it's definitely really good. And we saw like the team just played really well in those two games. And obviously, we need more we need more out of them um, throughout the season. But yeah, I, I'm not willing to write him off. But I'm not excited if he does come back. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the best way to sort of summarise it. And then, you know, the coach, you've got to, you've got to trust the coach and that he will have um, done his research. Everybody that comes back, he will, he will want them back. Um, and, you know, ultimately it's, it's, I would like to think he's got the final say of, of bringing in all the signings. So, um you've got, you've got to trust that if that's, that's the direction he goes. Um, we'd we'd kind of seen uh, some some sort of mixed, let's say, mixed reviews about about the coaching appointment. I think we were always fairly positive about it, um, as we always are. Give give the guys a chance. I I like to think that it's going to be a, a positive appointment for us, um, and I think. Time tell whether it's whether it's the right one, but I, I've got no indications yet that um, you know mistakes have been made with with that hire. And if he does bring in these kind of players, then you know I'm, I'm, I'll be I'll be behind him, and I think he'll he'll do a good job for us in the coaching front. Yeah, I think my thoughts on the on the appointment at Jason Morgan. Um, for me, just because it hasn't worked out before, when you bring in coaches to this league, you know, with the way things work here, you've got a bigger focus on the league than the playoffs. Doesn't mean you should just stop trying to outsource managers. Um, you know, even Dyson, who who knew the league, I would say wasn't particularly great in a coaching role. Uh, certainly until the playoffs, uh, and I know injuries come into it, and we we were short for a big portion of of last season um, 
by the time that he, that he and Stephen Dixon were were in charge. But the just the, the standard of hockey that we were watching during the season was was turgid at times. Um, you know, barring those two playoff games, and that's that's not enough for me to to want to give the job to to Dyson or to Stephen Dixon or you know kind of anyone else who's you know wanting to be be a manager from this league. Um, Jason Morgan said that a good few seasons in management now, I would say. Um, more importantly for us, he's, he's won things as a head coach. Um, he's also coming into a unique situation here where the import numbers are more than what he's what he's had in the past. So you know, let's let's see if we can build a competitive, attractive style of hockey, and then maybe we can start to build a narrative around how he is as a coach and um you know once once we've seen his team play um you know i do i understand why you'd want to get a coach who's who's been in this league and, and knows the setup but that also hasn't worked out for us when when we had fitz as, as head coach um so you know try try to be positive about about the appointment and on paper, it's it's an exciting team that's that's been built so far. Um, the brick core so far has has been, you know, massively upgraded. I would say. Um, yeah. We've already kind of started to keep key players from last year, Cowney and Hayden. So hopefully, we can add better replacements for those that aren't coming back. And um, you know, that's that's good news as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, absolutely. We we both both definitely agree on that. Um, there there was I guess you could call it one more signing that the uh, the club made, and and that was a an off ice position. Somebody that most people that um, know the league know well, um, and that was Aaron Murphy, who has been the kind of play by play commentator on on via play. And then Premier Sports before that, Free Sports, if you want to call it. Um, he's coming in as a quote senior advisor of hockey and broadcast operations. <laughs> um, and and the the kind of questions that we had also echoed by some um, comments on on Twitter, where we want to know more about what this role is. Um, there's there's nothing really in the in the press release, but all that I can say is he seems like a a really good guy. I don't know if he's going to be helping with whether it's the media side or the recruitment side. Will he be a sort of assistant to um, the owner? Um, how much will he be involved? How much will he see him? Um, will he be contributing to to kind of day-to-day media output or will it be will it be more and I just kind of this is what to do and, and how to make it how to make it good but it's it's quite a, a good appointment to me it's he's a guy that um obviously seems really passionate about the sport in the country and and I think oh I think we'll start to see things that the club do maybe and you'll think He's he's had an influence in that. That's that's what I think will happen, um, and obviously the experience of the league will help for a number of things with the coaching and 
and recruitment and other things. Yeah, I mean, we know what he's like. He's a, he's a really good commentator. Um, seems like a really professional guy. Uh, tons of experience in, in sports media and, and in broadcasting. So, I mean, I'm sure it can all be a good thing. I think he'd said in his, uh, in his press release, you know, Clan's got a fantastic fan base, a great arena, a great city. Uh, and the coming years will be a very exciting time for the Purple Army. So, you know, it seems to be a positive. I mean, it's, it's obviously going to be positive. Um, and, you know, excited for for what, what lies in the future. But, um, yeah, I was just... I would like a wee bit more about what what the job entails and what what's involved in his role. Um, I'd seen some some comments as well asking if if Craig Anderson was uh, stepping down as as a result of his appointment. Um, to which the club replied, uh, presumably Craig Anderson himself replied, <laughs> saying that he, saying that he was staying yeah. at, at the club as as a media officer. Um, so yeah, it, we've not seen Craig do any of the welcome videos, and which was kind of always the norm. So I guess he's not doing that anymore. But does that mean that Aaron's going to be more focused on that? And if that's the case, then what what is Craig's role at the, at the club? Um, yeah, there's you know there's there's a few questions around that, but I mean there's no doubt that that Aaron Murphy's a a big asset, and um, yeah, has worked with with uh, Mickey O'Rourke previously as well. So I'd imagine that was a major factor in being able to um, get someone in of his quality. Yeah, like you say, there's still some major unknowns, as is always the case with Clan. That's not changed yet. Uh, <laughs> but but perhaps, perhaps that will be expanded on. Obviously, one of the things we've, we've always mentioned is kind of communication from the club. I think he'll hopefully bring that and some transparency and possibly be a face for for some things. So it's yeah, it's, it'll be nice to see what what kind of impact he has. Um, he'll still continue in his um, commentary role with the with the TV work that he does. Um, so yeah, it's not really anything anything bad bad to say about it other than what what exactly will he do but i'm sure that will sure that will get answered in soon and just as a general thing it's nice to see let's just call it an improvement being made to some of the areas that that need that and bringing in these kind of guys to enhance the off-ice and probably on-ice product as well yeah definitely all, all good points um I was trying to think of some Alex Ray thing that I could throw in there, but I think I think it's past. Yeah, and there, there's still obviously we know there are there are still issues there, but um, it, it shows that they're kind of conscious of trying to move in the right direction. So I'm happy to get behind it from that point of view. Um, that kind of links into the the news about the the TV deal for the league. Expiring, it was sort of strangely confirmed by a a tweet. I think it was via play that replied to somebody <laughs> about the TV deal, which is just an odd way for it to be announced. Yeah, Dominic um, from via play customer service team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Thanks for letting everyone know. <laughs> he's, he's had a promotion to kind of chief media officer there. Um, but <laughs> a lot the, the, the branding was um, sort of dropped from the league from the, the via play point of view. So that was that's another unknown what's going to happen from from that point of view, I guess, moving on from clan slightly to that. Uh, is the league going to get a is the league going to get another you know, main title sponsor and what is going to happen with, with TV? Are, are they going to transition to a streaming model? Is there not going to be any TV? Uh, you know, I, I know the clan are separate from that and I want clan to, to just step up in that regard and hopefully the kind of Aaron Murphy appointment will, will do that but the league needs to have some kind of presence can't just just fall away into into obscurity again so yeah I've got no idea what's happening there no and nothing about any of this on on the elite league website either um which kind of tells you what what this league thinks of itself, you know, it's it's the league that that hates itself. Really, there's no there's no news so far on on what's happening with that going forward. Um, you know, do you, do you just ask fans to to buy webcasts every week at fifteen pound each, or yeah, that's not sustainable either. So, I'd seen I'd seen some comments about um, you know potentially having like a a dedicated network for elite league games, sort of like um like game pass sort of thing for NFL. Mm-hmm. Um you know, which would be a really good idea, but it's you know, the cost involved in that probably means that that's not going to happen. But Yeah, it's a it's a great idea, but who's gonna do that? Yeah, that's gonna yeah. That's um, the thing. It's it's different for, for individual clubs where, where they've got people that are, are maybe gonna do it. Um as I said, I, I really expect us to notice a difference with Clan's media output this year. If if it doesn't, then you know that's what what's going on really. Uh, but yeah, from the league, like you say, need well whether or not it needs a title sponsor, that's kind of different. But the the TV exposure for me has never really been great. In no, all honesty, like you want, if you're going to do it properly, you want to have games every week, you know, proper promotion, um, yeah. possibly like highlight show, all that kind of stuff. Um, that yeah. that all comes with trying to establish yourself as a top league, and it's something that they've always been been behind on. Um, so yeah. I, I don't know the particular answer, but but. There has there has to be has to be something there. You can't you can't be announcing this kind of stuff the way it happens either. That's just it's so unprofessional. Yeah, I mean like we've we've kind of seen this before as well, where there's been there's been hockey on the TV like like we've seen last year. Um, there's been highlight shows before as well, but these things just kind of come and go every every so often. You need to, you know to to build a fan base. These things need to they need to continue and they need to improve as well after they start. Um, you know, but who knows if there's if there's something in the works for next season? But 
but again, that's one season. What happens after that? Um, there needs to be succession planning for for when these TV deals come to an end. You know, we can't we can't go years without without anything, and then it makes a comeback again. And um, yeah, it's just it's not conducive to to building to building fan bases in that way. Um, you know, there's a there's a variety of of sports channels out there. Um, you know, even non-sports channel, you know, BBC. Pretty sure I've had had stuff on it before. Um, but whatever it is, you know, there's options there. So, you know, we need to be a bit more proactive and and getting deals done to to keep momentum up because it's only good for the league as well if it's bringing in revenue. But I just don't understand why. I know. And you <laughs> think you would think that. With Michael Rourke's background, he will maybe, I don't know if he will have any influence on that front. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, selfishly, obviously, we want, want the club to do well, but um, there's a number of things that the league needs to improve on. That's certainly one of them. Um, and whether we hear about it, who knows, but it's just, yeah, yeah, not great, so... Hopefully, hopefully get something in place, um, and you want, yeah, you want to attract new interest in the league and and have people be able to watch matches. Um, kind of on that front, just with with webcasts and things, I would like to see. Um, I'm hundred percent sure Clan will continue doing a webcast, but for me, the, the cost of the webcast needs to come right down. Um, yeah. That's it's it's far too expensive and for not a good product. It's different, different if you're getting like the best webcast in the league, um, a top product that you can't really argue with the cost of. But for me, I think was it fifteen pounds is is far too much, um, especially when you're you're not really getting anything with it. So which is pretty much the same price as like a bronze ticket for yeah for actually being at the arena. So yeah. yeah. It's not that's that can't happen. No, nah, yeah. that's that's a sort of a side to the T V stuff, but um Aye, yeah, it's, I mean, all, it's all important. Yeah, and, and poss- possibly with you know, the discussion about the season ticket prices being frozen, clearly there's there's a um they're kinda conscious of, of the price of things. I, I don't expect them to come out and say that we're launching a, a five pound webcast. Um, albeit, I think that would go down brilliantly. There, yeah, you would get no like, one in the arena. <laughs> no, see, I just I think you'll always get people in the arena. For me, yeah, it's, will, it's will, more yeah. about the the away fans. Like, think how many away fans would would buy a five pound webcast. Um, and obviously the odd person that can't make it to the game or for whatever reason. But yeah. we've we've talked about that before. Um. No, and, and generally I would I would always go to a game rather than watch it on TV. Sometimes I just don't, I can't. Sometimes like watching hockey on TV sometimes is not is not great, and it, that could just be down to the the kind of standard of the broadcasting. But um, yeah, just like in general, I would always it's always better for for me anyway. It would always be better to to go and watch hockey in in real life. Yeah, especially with the clan when you know you're invested in it as well. 
Uh, yeah. You just you just get so much more from from the game, and obviously all that ties into the the entertainment and the kind of product that you're going to get on the match night. Um, that I'm sure I'm sure will improve. Uh, so I, I've just I've just seen there that we'll probably have a a signing announcement at seven, which is kind of typical timing for for the way we do this. Um, so what what we'll do for for a wee bit of fun is that we will predict predict who the sign. I think it was a signing. I've not I've not watched it. it looks like an Aaron Murphy video. Predict that it is a signing. Um, who do you think it's going to be? Oh, I thought you were going to um, I thought you were going to say we'll we'll go to the the kind of listener questions and uh, Lewis had asked us to do a three-hour segment on on how massive we are. So. Well, I'm leaving that till the end. Ah, all right, okay. Leaving that till the end. I just want to know your thoughts uh, on who you think the signing is going to be. Oof. Um, I don't know. It's difficult to know. There's there's obviously been a few names kind of banded about recently, and um, a few names that are more exciting than others. So if we're going down this sort of excitement route, then. Um, I guess my pick would be probably Philip Sanch from Dundee. Yeah, do you know, I, I was kind of going to say that this the way the time, <laughs> the way the time of the rumours and, and stuff come out. Uh, but just just to be different, just to be different, I think it would be, I think it would be John Dunbar saying. And we'll see, yeah. we'll see, we'll see the the new signings maybe at the end of the week or the weekend. So wait to another, see that. Just wait to see that. Just embarrass me. In the kind another, of Magic Mercy thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, of yeah. course, Magic Mercy. Yeah, you're you're one to watch. Yeah, I might just not do a one to watch this season. No, you have to do. It, yeah. Of course, I will. Of course you have I will. to do. It, yeah. Um. Right. Yeah, let's let's see what comes from that. Um, like you said there, a shout out to Lewis who did ask to just talk about how massive the clan are. Um, I, I I don't think I'm massive enough to to talk about it, but I I do agree that the club are gigantic certainly at the moment. Let's wait let's wait and see how the season starts if we can keep up that <laughs> if we can keep up that hashtag. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, there's there's no secret to to how massive we are as a club, um, and I'm sure that will will be reflected in the league table at the end of the season. Even if it is, you know, if we finish fifth, we'll be the most massive club to finish fifth. Yeah, of course, of course, and we've said we've said that that would be that would be an improvement. I think it's that balancing act of once you see. All the signings, and you you get that excitement. You start to think, oh, we're we're winning this league, and then but this time you've got to be got to be realistic. So um, we'll see. But that's, agreed, that's for agreed, on, agreed on the massive front at the moment. Um, a few people had had um, agreed they wanted to know a bit about Aaron Murphy's role. Like we said, not not too clear, but we kind of touched on it. I think more of that will will certainly come out in the short to medium term over the summer. Um, but yeah, 
really exciting. We seem to be following like a Monday, Wednesday, Friday signing schedule, which is quite good. Builds up the excitement a wee bit. Um, and, and over the next few weeks, obviously we'll start to have a, a, a fuller idea of what the team is looking like. But from my point of view, yeah, really, really excited. It feels different just with everything I'd said that to you. It just feels a bit, a bit different, and can't wait for the, for the first games. Um, <laughs> and actually, that reminds me as I'm kind of going on just on thoughts in my head that we mentioned pre-season games against interesting European sides. Dundee <laughs> uh, and Fife, I think, have managed it. We've not, which is means it's already 1-0 to them. That's a bit of a shambles. I would have liked to see that. Um, we are stuck with Cardiff and Belfast, but hey, what can we do? If we see exciting games, fine. But I would have liked to see the, the, the European team. So fair play to them for doing it, even though one of those sides in particular doesn't have any players or a coach. Yeah, so who knows? Who knows who they'll be facing? Um, yeah, but there's an argument to be made that, um, you know, the the teams are coming coming over to play Fife and Dundee are, you know, they're not they're not massive enough to, to be playing against us. No, it's actually it's actually embarrassing. I consider it acceptable that that they would play against us. So, yeah, let's let's see who the signing is. I think hopefully we'll we'll get another recorded in um, next week, possibly or or the week after, depending how much extra news there is. Um, but yeah, nothing really more to say from my my point of view other than. Thanks to everybody for their kind of interactions. I think the the social media has been been good, getting a lot of interest and um, good fun chat and comments and stuff. So that's been great, and hopefully, hopefully that continues. And everybody's as excited as I am for the start of the year. Really, yeah, it's great to you know not be constantly asking for Neil Black to resign or sell the club. Um, no. Has he gone yet, by the way? Has he sold? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, I believe so. I believe good. So. That's good. If anybody didn't know it, I, I think he has now. I think he has <laughs> Yeah, breaking news. Yeah. Yeah. Um, imagine that was a new signing. What, Sign Neil Black's back? Sign Neil Black to... As an um, first line. advisor to... <laughs> first line now. Oh well, no, that was good. Yeah, enjoyed that. Enjoyed that. Okay, okay, dokie. So until next time, folks. We are uh, we are two minutes for chatting, and thank you and good night. Cheers, folks. <laughs>